0: Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Shabbat Shalom. These are strange times we're living in. Who could have imagined even a week ago that by today, most of us would be practicing self-isolation or social distancing Hesitant to go out to the grocery store, avoiding unnecessary contact with other people. These are lonely times that we're living in right now. This week's Torah portion, ironically, or maybe appropriately, is about the importance of gathering together. This week we read a double portion called Vayakel Pekudei. This is the end of the book of Exodus and essentially then the end of our time at Sinai. This portion deals largely with the building of the Mishkan, the ancient sanctuary in the desert. The Israelites left Egypt many months ago. They moved from slavery to freedom through the Red Sea into the wilderness. They make their way to Sinai. At Mount Sinai, they receive the Torah, they receive the laws, they receive the way of life that will carry us through the desert and ultimately into the promised land. And now, before we leave, we have to build our sanctuary. Now, the instructions for how to build this sanctuary were given in a portion several weeks ago. But this week largely deals with the actual building of the Mishkan. We're told how to build the actual building itself. We're told how to make the various implements that went inside the building. The ark, the table, the menorah or eternal light. We're told how to make the clothing that the priests would wear. And then ultimately that holy space and the priests who are to serve inside of it are dedicated. So by the time this portion ends, by the time the book of Exodus ends, we as a people have everything we need to shove off from Sinai, to make our way into the desert and ultimately toward our promised land and toward our new life. So what this really is, is a portion about a building, about how to make that holy space where our people would gather, where our people would worship God. What's ironic then is that this portion about a building doesn't begin with a building at all. It begins by teaching us how we can sanctify time and space and relationship without being in a building together. As the parsha begins, Moses gathers the people together. It says, "Va'yakel Moshe et kol adat bnei Israel. Moses convoked or gathered together the entire community of Israel, ostensibly to give us the instructions for how to build this sanctuary, how to build this tabernacle. But before doing that, there are some other instructions. She Yamim it says, Six days you shall do your work. Uva'Yom Hashvii." Shabbat Shabbaton nadunai, and on the seventh day you shall have a Sabbath of complete holy rest. It goes on to say that no one should do any work or kindle any fire on Shabbat each week, and only then does it give us the instructions for how to build the Mishkan. There's a lesson there, and the medieval Jewish commentators saw it as well. Rashi says that God intentionally mentions Shabbat here in order to show that the building of the Mishkan, the sanctuary, does not supersede the Sabbath. The Italian commentator Seforno says something similar, that you may not violate the Sabbath even in order to complete the holy work of building the tabernacle. You can't rush these things, he says. So the Torah has purposefully juxtaposed holy space and holy time. And it sent us a very clear message that the holy time of Shabbat supersedes any building, any space that we could possibly gather in, even the Holy Temple. What a powerful message for a moment like this one, when we can't be together in spaces, when our synagogues and our churches and our mosques are closed, when our community centers are shuttered, when most of us are feeling quite alone. The message of Torah is vayakel. Find ways to be together virtually. Reach out to each other from wherever you are, and create holy time. Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, one of the great Jewish thinkers of the 20th century, wrote in his masterpiece, The Sabbath, that, quote, Judaism teaches us to be attached to holiness in time, to be attached to sacred events, to learn how to consecrate sanctuaries that emerge from the magnificent stream of the year. The Sabbaths are our great cathedrals, he says. And our holy of holies is a shrine that none can destroy the day of atonement. Jewish ritual may be characterized as architecture of time. Heschel's words are so powerful because he writes about how we can create holiness wherever we are. When you light those candles on Friday night, the world changes. The world becomes holier because Shabbat has arrived. We are fortunate on this Shabbat of deep uncertainty. To live in a time when we can reach out to each other virtually, when we can hold virtual Shabbat services, study sessions and gatherings online, we can FaceTime each other, we can call, we can see and speak to each other even if we can't touch each other. We can vayakel, we can be together even if it takes more effort. This is a time of loneliness and I encourage you to reach out to those who you think might need to hear a friendly voice. And to remember as well that we human beings are social creatures. We do need each other. And during a time like this especially, we have to make sure to take care of our own mental health. That's what we can do for each other and for ourselves right now. When we finish a book of the Torah, we say three words, chazak, chazak, venit chazik. It means be strong, be strong, and let us strengthen one another. That's my prayer for us right now as a world. Chazak, may we be strong, each of us individually in this time of isolation. Venit chazek, and may we find strength in each other. May we find ways to reach out, to support, and to be strengthened by the knowledge that we are not alone, that we are in this together. Shabbat shalom.